You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, you're listening to the Wig Hackers podcast, where you get the real feeling of what goes on working on the hair side of the entertainment industry. You never know where my rants will go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome and back to Wig Hackers Podcast. And today I have an amazing guest with me, Gems. She is a wig designer. She's done almost every creation that we know. So we're going to dive in really quickly. Do you want to just say hello to everybody and where you are in the world? Yes. Hello, everybody. Lovely people. I'm in Marbella in sunny Spain at the moment. Um, uh, not through my own choosing, but I would obviously rather be back in London. But even if I was, I wouldn't be working anyway. But, you know, nice to be stuck in the sunshine. So, yes. Yeah. Very good here. Thank you. Great. So, okay. So what got you into wigs? Like, why why wigs? Well, that, that's a weird... Okay. Um, I started initially... Um, what I trained for at university... Um, was uh, a three-year degree course in technical special effects. So that was like prop building, sculpting, mm-hmm. mold making, okay. all the really messy techie stuff. Yeah. And a couple of my mates were in the, the makeup um, section of the class. So there was costume makeup and technical special effects. And I would see all the girls in makeup getting to do like the wigs and the prosthetics and things, whereas I was like building puppets and stuff, which was great at the time. And I thought, oh, that looks quite fun, actually. And then a few years later, I got a message from one of my very good friends, who I'd still see and work with today. She's um, She was working at the English National Opera in London. Mm. And she said, oh, I remember you from college. I've got a show coming up at the opera, and it's going to be like 60 bald caps that I need to do in like, you know, an hour, like for the whole you know, chorus and everything. And so I was like, ah, oh, crap, okay, I haven't done that for a few years. So I have to practice that a little bit. But no, I ended up working there for four years, doing lots of different shows, working with lots of different singers and actors and um, putting wigs on people and not really understanding their construction and just looking at these beautiful things and thinking, oh, this, this you know, I wonder how they actually do it. And it's not until somebody actually put a hook in my hand mm-hmm. and said, right, here you go have a go have a try you know you like annoying detailed little little things don't you so have a try at that and I as they say took to it like a duck to water so started off making bits of facial hair mustaches things like that and then slowly moved on to fronts and then full wigs and um yeah then I got my permanent job um working on film and tv wigs which was 
completely different to theatre. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, that's what I've been doing ever since 2007, basically, now. So, yeah. Sweet. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. Didn't exactly, didn't exactly see myself doing wigs full time back, mm -hmm. back at college. But no, I'm really glad I've gone into it because I've learned so much. And there's, there's endless information, you know, out there's there. so much information. Mm -hmm. And it's not really spoken about, which is like, mm -hmm. everyone's so secretive. Well, on my, over on this side of the pond, is very secretive <laughs> and like, no one wants to tell you. So that's kind of why I'm doing the podcast, kind of why I'm creating classes and all this, because no one really writes the stuff down because everything, I'm just like you, I was just picked it up because I was working on wigs and I need to mm -hmm. know how to make them, you know? So mm -hmm. same, yeah, same precisely. concept. You know, and there's, mm -hmm. and then you find people that you actually work with and then like they give you very little information. So yeah, um, you've done a lot. I mean, you've well, done a fair bit, yeah. fair bit, fair <laughs> bit. Um, do you, um, let's see, do you, do you, tell me the ones that are your favorites. Like, I don't want to give away everything yet, but like pick one. I mean, I, what was one of your favorite wigs you've made, worked on experiences, you know what I mean? Like, I know wig making itself is, is a task among itself, but. Well, okay. learning everything at the opera was brilliant. Like working in theater for a start is a great yeah. place to just train and see everything. And it's all like, go, go, go. And you know, yep. you haven't got, you know, two hours to put a wig on. You've only got like five minutes, <laughs> just right. chuck them on and off they go. But, um, I mean, I, I absolutely loved working there. It was four excellent years. Um, mm. And the, but I must say, the films that I've done and TV projects, Game of Thrones obviously is a biggie. Yeah, I absolutely, huge. I loved yeah. working. So on guys, Game there you go. Thrones. I just wanted to. Mm. I don't want to say it. I wanted to. <laughs> so, so yeah, so Game no, of Thrones. Hello, Kitty. It was Thank wonderful. I mean, the hair designer, Kevin Alexander, he, mm -hmm. he was absolutely amazing and he knew exactly what he wanted for, for each character that sort of developed over the course of the series. You know, yeah. because when you, uh, me and my mum were recently rewatching it because obviously lockdown and we've yeah. got nothing else to do. So, and I was like, the state of the wigs in the first season, oh my God. And then, and then every, you know, everyone sort of settles into their own characteristic and their own little styles and everything, which was really beautiful to kind of see that, that evolution over eight years, you know. Um, wow! And uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I well, I only worked on I worked five series, so I worked on two, three, four, five, and six, and I got to go out to Belfast uh, where they were filming oh. a couple of times because I specifically had Cersei and uh, Marjorie, <laughs> and you know. the odd the odd stunt double and the odd uh, you know the or the giants. I loved working on those giants; they were amazing. <laughs> They had heads the size of like bowling balls. They were massive, oh. like little cousinettes sitting on my How table. How long would it take to make um, them? Oh wow! Okay, um, they would the the special effects people would send over like a foam head, uh -huh. uh, head and shoulders cast of the makeup, which was it was huge. Um, and, the, and they had all these weird little knobbly bones and bits and things around the back of their necks. So I was like, "How the hell am I going to do this?" You know. So that was actually a really really nice challenge because it was. Yeah, making it for like a creature effect, but it was right. really, really, it came out really, really nice in the end, I think. No, and um, they were about, they were about two weeks, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Because the hair, the hair for a start was like 30 inches. Uh, no, 32, I think, from the last one. And oh. the foundations didn't take that much that long to do, but it was just knotting in that, that hair. And in the end, they, <laughs> they were like, 
they were like, you know what? It actually looks too beautiful. We need to, we need to mess this up a bit. I was like, don't you, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No. Oh my gosh. But other than that, um, no, Cersei was definitely a favorite. She, mm. I mean, I, I met Lena a few times and she, she was absolutely wonderful, but she terrified me because she always plays like, um, a bit of, a bit of a hard, bit of a hard bit really. <laughs> but, um, but I absolutely love her. I love her so much. Um, and that, that was a really nice job. How was it to see your work? Like, like, oh wow, just just amazing, really, really amazing. Right. And yeah. my second favorite, I would have to say, was um, Thor's wigs, Chris Hemsworth's wigs. Mm. I I really enjoyed working on that. Just getting to go to the cinema and sitting there and going, I've done that. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> such a nice, such a nice feeling. Really nice. Oh. Um, <sighs> very good. And then and he just basically is Thor, isn't he? Really, I, he just looks part so much. I mean, how long did it take to make that to make that wig? Well, the from the initial taking head wraps, getting the lace all together, and ordering the hair. Um, again, probably about ten days, two weeks. Yeah. Oh, um, obviously, I would like to spend longer on things like that, but um, with the deadlines for films and stuff, they get, they're always like, oh, you know, we said we wanted that on Friday. Actually, can we have it tomorrow? And you're like, oh, <laughs> So you don't sleep and you're just, uh. but so, um, he had also like a few stunt doubles as well to do. So it was almost like a factory at some, at one point, just making all these Thor wigs. But, um, but they looked great on him. And the amount yeah. of people who said to me, oh my God, was that a wig? I didn't even realize. I thought they put extensions in or something, but yeah, no, that was yeah. really good fun. Oh. So <laughs> were you working in, um, where were you working? Were you working freelancing like at home or were you working in a shop? What was your... Well, when I started, um, I, I left ENO in um, the summer of 2011, and uh, because they close over the summer period uh, oh, okay. for the ballet to come in, so they have a close right. period for the next season. And I went and um, worked for Sarah Weatherburn, who is mm -hmm. based in London, who makes she, they specialise in facial hair pieces. Mm. So they did all Harry Potter, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, all that, so all those big beards on the Hobbits that you saw. Oh. That was that was them. And then in the same building, I didn't realise downstairs, they, there's Alex Rouse, who had the wig making company. So they took me downstairs and said, Gemma's got a few weeks off. And they were like, yeah, sit down, do some work. Come on, get on with it. So oh. I was there for two weeks and then they offered me a, they offered me a full-time job. And um, I was like, I'd be an idiot to say no to this. So <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I, I was there for five years and then I've been freelancing ever since. Um, That's amazing. So, okay, so you would actually go have a job, sit down at your station. Oh, yeah. And like, okay. Ten, yeah. ten to most... six, five days a week, and most weekends, actually. Yeah. Oh, oi, oi, oi. Oh. <laughs> Lots so of overtime. We, a lot here is done through, you know, through companies, but they don't have, like, a huge brick-and-mortar place. So they'll just mm. come to the theater, pick up the wigs. We need it redone. So yeah. unless it's, like, you know, like Tropical Point or where they have, like, mass studios. Um, so I just want to let my listeners know who are mostly home-based, a lot of home-based wig makers. So yeah, that was um, uh, good to hear from them. So you're really not working in Spain technically, right? Not, not that much because there's not that much call for, for wigs out here and hair pieces. It's mostly all about extensions. extensions. Like uh, there's lots of uh, all, the, all the glam babes who come out yep. to Mark Bob's for the summer and pose on their yachts, you know, who just want their <laughs> nice extensions and ponytail clippings and things like that. So yeah. um, I've met a guy down here who is, he's starting a, an online platform. So at the moment, 
um, I'm filming a bunch of like instructional little clips of different types of knotting, yeah. cap construction, that kind of stuff. And then there's basically, he's going to narrate it. And then that's going to go online, hopefully during the summer for people to subscribe to. So oh, that'll be nice. Great. Oh yeah, and, you have to give me um, that information. Yeah, yeah, no, I will. And um, uh, what else? A girl uh, messaged me from Toronto, actually, just recently on Instagram. She's after a wig. Um, so yeah, that'll be a nice thing to keep me busy as well, I guess. Um, yeah. The thing is, with classes and things like that in Spain, it's it's all very. Um, I think mostly mostly it's men's wigs and toppers and mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, that people want if they go through a salon, um, but there's there's not that much call for them down here. But um, like I said, before the lockdown happened, I was having work right. sent over from London, um, which, was, which was good, and just do it here and send it back. Yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of drying up. So I'm just trying to get into. I'm so te I'm so not tech savvy. I'm just trying to figure out how to do a bloody time lapse video and you know, <laughs> just simple things like that. It's, it's a whole different oh my world. God, how do I do this? <laughs> it's a to like just having a microphone hooked up to my computer. I'm like, look at me go. I'm so professional. Yeah, I totally understand. I'm a DJ. Yay. Right? I'm like, oh, can I just do some curls? <laughs> like that's what I do. Um, but yeah, but my, so, I mean, my my friend that I mentioned earlier, Vanessa, who yeah. uh, I met at college. I mean, she's I don't know if you know well, on Instagram the sculptress. She does yes, those yes. beautiful skull skull yeah. makeups, yes, and yes. she does all this amazing video editing stuff. I'm like, dude, I need you to you know I need to pick your brain about that stuff at some point. But um, you should yeah, pick her brain, a eh? I will definitely really, because <laughs> it. I mean, it's there's so many YouTube videos. I'm going crazy just to make things happen here with Zoom and mm. it's just a so much to do um mm, yes it's just a lot uh what was the quickest time you had to turn over a wig wow uh, okay so does that include padding out making the foundation and knotting it all myself yeah. uh probably seven days okay seven days from start to finish and yeah, that was exhausting. What's your typical, what's your typical, what, what do you like? Like, what's your like, oh, I can get it with, with you know, without, you know. I, mean, I would say two weeks mm -hmm. on, on average. Or about depending how many on hours a day? Uh, maybe eight hours a day if I'm, if I, you know, I'll do a if full day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eight hours and a few breaks in between. Just because, you know, you've got to look after your shoulders and your back. I know. And you're oh sitting, my gosh. Not all, all day long. No, it's terrible. Um, and I'm starting to actually, because, you know, I'm just nearly, just about shy of 40. Let's keep that one a little bit quiet. But, you know, my, my elbow is starting to hurt. My wrist yes. is starting to hurt. And, and I'm like, oh, my, my eyes. Look after myself. Yes, my, my eyes as well. I'm like trying to like put two different things in front just to make it big enough. Mm -hmm. So, oh. so, okay. So then what is your favorite position to ventilate in? Well, I've got my little, I'm actually sat at my desk here. And I, I like to just sit with it quite high up and close in front of me yes. so I can actually just see what I'm doing so I'm not craning my neck down all the time. Because mm -hmm. um, I see people with wigs on their lands, mm -hmm. like in between their knees, and they're sitting like, like that, like, like yep. leaning over. And I'm like, how do you do it? No, no. I like to be sat quite low in my chair with the wig quite close up to me, um, as close as possible so I'm not straining my eyes. Mm -hmm. So everything's quite quite sort of close, close in together. Um, 
and yeah, so it's basically just, just kind of sat nice and straight with a with a nice padded cushion behind me and um and a cup of tea. <laughs> 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 what would you say to someone like starting out, like just seeing like ventilating, like what what what's your what's your tip? Like what would be like a pro um, tip? Well, don't don't get frustrated with yourself if you can't pick it up straight away. Like seriously, we're all complete numpties when it comes to first tying your hair, a hair knot. You know, when you've done it, like you're like, yes, oh my god, brilliant, and then you have to do it a million times over. So <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like a mammoth task when you've just tied it, made your, made your first moustache, and you're like someone's going, well, try a wig out. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't get too frustrated with yourself. Just try. Uh, ask different people their techniques as well because it took three different people to show me mm-hmm. before I Hey guys, I'm not sure that you know about the Spornet hairbrushes so a uh, funny thing is that I actually have had them in my kit for years now, like years when we're talking years, like almost my whole career, from back in the day on the Broadway show Hair um, I loved the lightness of them and truthfully the color. That's really what draw me to them. So I had no idea that I actually have been using them for that long. So I used the Prego collection, um, literally in the one and a half inch, the two inch, the three inch and the four inch. I have them all. I have two sets, one for the stage and one for the trailer. Um, and now that we're going into a whole new world of, you know, after COVID, everyone's going to have to have their own set of brushes. So I would definitely check them out. They are super affordable and they work amazing. Like I literally, my, my Prego brushes, they literally get used almost every day. You've seen it on absolutely everyone that I've worked on. So like from Vanessa Williams to um, uh, everyone, I mean, legit everyone um so yeah so i would definitely check them out spornet.com s-p-o-r-n-e-t-t-e.com uh literally these are the brushes that are going to change your life they have all different varieties they have extension brushes they have brushes for men's they have cushions teasing bros tanglers i would definitely check them out especially if you want a product that has been around for a long time and they have been and so they are making a huge comeback Oh yeah, check them out today. I first got it because I'm left-handed. First oh, of all, I had a left-handed yeah. person show me, but that but I actually not right-handed because oh, I found it easier, comfortable, and, and easier. Basically. Yeah. Um, so being slightly ambidextrous definitely That's came cool. came in useful that day. But um, I would um, probably just. Give, uh, I know a lot of people are funny about the cleanliness of hair and putting it in their mouth, but I, I chew hair to help get tied for knots. Okay. And I think I, I've mentioned it before somewhere um, because the, the enzymes in the saliva help to break down the, the proteins in the hair a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you've got particularly coarse hair, um, mm-hmm. just give it, you know, when you've, when you've turned it over, just give it a little chew for, for a little bit. Some people like to just keep it in a little pot of water, but it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that helps you get slightly tighter knots, I find. Um, mm. any, any little helps, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, that one. Interesting. And try, just try, you know, having the, the block in a different position. Just try all different kinds of um, sitting positions and just, just never, never, never force your body around how you're knotting. You know, make, make, the, the, make the wig sit to you. 
for what's comfortable for you. That's, that's what I'd say, for sure. Mm. And that, uh, so do you go on set a lot? Or are you mostly like in the, the shop, in your place? Like Yeah, mm, mostly in the workshop um, or at home. Um, the only times where, I mean, we would get let out let off our chains as, as to, say, um, to, to go on set. It was it was like like a day to the fairground, you know. It was um, really nice because uh, the, the only thing I found missing with was working on the film and TV weeks is that once once they left us, that's it. We wouldn't really get to once it went out of the workshop that the work, out the door that that's it. There wasn't really much of a chance to kind of go there it's and like see theater. how things looked on screen. You know, mm-hmm. see how it looked on the on the playback and um it's like a different world working on a film set um but it's um yeah it just seems to me like like it's, it's almost like oh my god the dark arts professor has arrived the <laughs> is here. you know <laughs> they're gonna oh show us all the secrets you know and um because i remember on, on one one job in particular i think it was it was james bond it was specter before the day before they were about to go out to mexico one of the stunt guys broke his leg in a really oh. bad fall. So I, they had to get me in a car, shoot me down to Pinewood, and I had to basically re, refit this entire like short, like Daniel Craig stunt double wig, wig oh. to a different block. And they were like, how long is this going to take? I'm like, it takes as long as it takes. Just <laughs> let me do it. Like, come on. That's so, um, so stressful. On set, not so much. But, I mean, it was exciting when you get to go there. But again, when, when I did go to, to Belfast on Game of Thrones, at the mm. end of the day, Kev gave me a tour around like the throne room and the top of the wall and all mm. different things. So it was like everybody had gone. It was just the two of us. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, I, mean, oh. I think after people just get used to working on film sets, they, they it's it's just a job. It's not that big a deal. But for me, yeah. still, because I'm a complete film geek and <laughs> I just I love it. I I can't really. Con- I'm like a little kid. I can't control my excitement, and I do still get a bit starstruck. And I, oh. I have to I have to really really try and rein it in. <laughs> it's not- I can tell you're just so excited. Yeah. Even just talking about it, I can tell you're no, you're revisioning it being there. Oh, it's the cutest. No, it's great, oh. especially when you when you're catching four in the car park having a cigarette with um, <laughs> with, uh, with Hawkeye. You know, it's quite funny, really. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Do I take a sneaky picture or not? No, I'm not allowed to do that. So. <laughs> I know. Do you no, do you get under contract too? Do you have a lot of a lot of restrictions on what you can and can take pictures of? Can show? Oh, like... absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, until something was like out and on screen uh, and released, like you weren't allowed to share anything. We had really, really strict uh, NDAs and mm-hmm. you know disclosure agreements that yeah. we had to sign, especially when we were working on the Star Wars, the the ones that we did a few years back. Yeah, um, yeah, that was ridiculous because they were going to send a rep from Disney over and um, like, I think, what kind of security have you got? The people signing in and out of the building. I was like, dude, this is North London. <laughs> no, come on, yeah. so. I mean, all of that stuff had to be kept under lock and key in a, in a different room. It was it was crazy. Um, but that for, there's a lot of money behind these things, and they don't yeah. want any secrets getting out. So of course that makes total sense. You know. Yeah. No. No. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. All right. So now I just saw on the Insta fecal matter. Oh. How did that come yeah. about? I'm very well, excited to see what you're going to be honest. Oh my god! You know, I I think they're bloody awesome. I think they're yeah. absolutely amazing, and just. Mm. 
you know, people who are not really afraid to go out and do what they feel like on the inside and looking like that on the outside and not worrying about being judged. I just take hats off to them, basically. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love it. I'm obsessed with like cyber goth culture, goth culture and stuff in general. I love it. Um, and last summer they were over in London and I was supposed to meet up and talk about making some hair pieces for them. But just, um, yeah, I just thought while I'm on lockdown, I'm just going to make a bunch of like really avant-garde kind of weird structural shapes, not, but with naturally knotted hairlines and just mm. post them to them and see what she, see what Hannah thinks really. So Mm. And that's hopefully how it that, works. Hopefully it will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> they're, they're lovely people. Really lovely people. Mm. Yeah, I have yeah. Uh, my assistant Phoebe. She's in all of them, and you too. She's the one who's like, you have to get her on. So I'm like, all right, okay. She, she was. She's so cute. Um. So yeah. No, it's 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 great. No. Um. Yeah. What else? What else do I have? Um. What was the worst project you ever worked on? I mean, if you don't want to say the name because yeah. you know, right? But like, what? What? Like, or what was the situation that made it so bad? How about that? Because I know for me, I don't like throwing anyone under the bus. Oh, of course, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to think bad in terms of like time limits and the hair and things. Um, okay, the Harry Potter stage show. Mm. Um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, I've been working with, with those people for quite a while. Um, and the Hagrid wigs have got to be my nemesis. Seriously, it's oh my god! I want to literally like just jump off a building after a day of working on that. But um, that's that's not even the worst. It's um it's just the hair. It's a it's a yak and European hair mixture, oh. twenty eight inches. Um, so that's quite difficult to knot with. And mm -hmm. and again, and they're huge heads. So huge, huge male <laughs> heads, nonetheless. So they're not oh. fun. But I mean, the worst. Trying to think, really. I don't think I've had any like really awful, awful jobs. Mm -hmm. um, they all end up being quite. After you know, after you've had a couple of, you know, really, really, completely sleepless nights and just getting stuff done and then getting no thanks for it, you're like, oh bloody hell, okay. And then <laughs> um, actors in general as well. They're normally lovely. It's the people who kind of come with them who are a little bit frustrating if you know yeah. what I mean mm -hmm. um a little bit fussy <laughs> you know um and then people who will literally only let you touch their head if you've got a certain brand of pins and things like that and, yep mm -hmm. oh I can opera singers I can hear the lace scratching my ear I need to cut it I need to cut it I'm like no no stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> put the scissors down stop it and oh. uh, things like that but um I wouldn't say there has. I wouldn't say there is any okay. sort of worst jobs apart from just they're all a joy. I I've really can't. I can't think of anything bitchy to say. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're all I, an I, absolute I totally, joy. No, I can tell you and you love what you do. I mean, that like I can it just ooze out of your skin. <laughs> And you get so excited when you talk about it, which is, you know, I love, I love talking to other professionals that love what they do. And it's not a chore. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I love doing mm -hmm. it. I, and I will be up all night long to do one, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I kind I mean, of I do, my shows. Hmm? Sorry, go on. No, no, keep huh? going. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I do have a really hilarious story about my boss and a wig from yeah? about 25 years ago or something. She was, um, 
my ex-boss, she was doing a wig for Bruce Willis, I think. It was 12 Monkeys. And mm -hmm. she was about to fly out to, um, to Baltimore or somewhere like that, I think, where they filmed some of the scenes. Um, she was about to fly out, brought the wig home, put it on the floor in the box. And uh, five minutes later, a dog comes trotting in with this torn up hairpiece in his mouth going, look, mama killed it. <laughs> and she basically had to remake the entire thing in one night to get on that plane the next morning to America. I mean, talk about a nightmare. But then, from then on, you learn, never put your wigs on the floor. Just never. Never. No. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That. Can you imagine oh, just having a My heart. I, 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 <laughs> my heart just went to my feet. <laughs> That's why I don't have animals. Well, not really, but that's no animals here. No, no. Uh -uh. Oh my gosh. Um, what else? Is there anything else? Any other fun, interesting things that you want to tell me? Fun, Ooh, exciting? Uh, <laughs> we went through my whole list. Uh -huh. We went through my whole list of questions. So now it's, oh, okay. it's going to be ranting and raving about you. Well. I, what did I, what was another lovely job? Um, uh, again, when I was working on Thor, I was also making wig, the wig for Loki for Tom Hiddleston. Mm. And I got to go for a fitting at his gorgeous house in, in London. Um, and he's such a charmer. Oh my God, he could charm the pants off anybody. Seriously. I, like I went, I went back home to my boyfriend after the fitting. I was like, dude, I'm going to have to leave you for Tom Hiddleston. He's just, <laughs> he's just so sweet. He's just such a gent and he's lovely. Oh. And, um, but that was a fun job. That was really nice. Um, oh, love it. Uh, what else? Oh, goodness. There's just so many. Uh, I don't want to sound like uh, I've, done, oh, I've worked on so much stuff. I can't actually remember what I did, but I genuinely well, try, I'm I mean, we have Avengers, <laughs> we have Captain America, Game of Thrones, yes, I mean, Harry Potter, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, oh, goodness, what else? Um, oh, gosh. Oh, hang on a minute. Now, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, and they call us up and go, we need a stunt wig for date for, no, it wasn't even Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it was Dave Bautista, but it was on Bond again. And you know how short, closely cropped his hair is? Yes. And they go, need a stunt wig for him. And we're like, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Literally just. Find someone. To be honest, that is where I have the hardest time with production. I'm like, mm. just cast someone that looks like them. Find Please. someone. There's thousands of stunt people out there. I know there might not mm. be, but like I'm sure we can find someone. Especially the, the short one. hairstyles. I'm just like, really, guys? You want a wig? Yeah, and they think it's and doable. That, I'm like, and the whole thing. The whole thing was literally. It was all HD lace. Ugh. None of it was. None of it was whipped together. All the panels were knotted together, just pinned in place, and then knotted together. So not even whipped because it was just so oh. so closely cropped and ridiculous that oh, I was like, oh my god, I feel sorry for the poor bastard who has to do that. And then it ended oh. up half being me. So I was like, oops. <laughs> uh, spoke too soon. Spoke too soon. I know. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, what um, what kind of ventilating needles do you like? I like German hooks, preferably. Mm -hmm. I've got these big old clunky man hands and I can't deal with Korean hooks at <laughs> all. <laughs> so, so I tend to use my little, my little German number, number four. 
mm -hmm. um, which I find absolutely fine. And for whipping, I use a different German one. I literally call this one my fish hook because it's got such a big barb on it. Yes. It is, it is like a fishing hook. And um, <laughs> especially when you're going through like two, three layers of lace, right? Oh um, my gosh. But what I do with my German needles, because the, the angle sometimes is it's, it's bent over a little bit too much. So I straighten it out with my pliers a little really? bit. Really? So just, just a few degrees upwards, just straighten and it I go down. Bit. Hmm. No, do really? I go, yeah. So it's a little <laughs> bit flatter. That's hysterical. Yeah, it just shows. Uh, I just find I get a lot more like um, ease of movement with it that way because it doesn't catch all the time. Yeah. Okay. But then I find I drop, I drop hairs more, especially when I'm rushing. But it just, it just depends. Everyone's different. But Germany is away from me. I try not to rush, but <laughs> yeah, they always need it. Well, yeah, in, yeah. in TV, it's always, oh, we're casting this person. Oh, can you have this next week? Oh, yeah, I got time and cover set and make it sure whatever you want. So, yeah, yeah. No, this was, oh my gosh, this was really fun. Oh yeah. my gosh, thank you so much for doing this. Like, we're going to get right. to work together soon. I'm putting it out there in the universe because that's, oh. I, I want to do a big one. I want to do a oh, big one. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. yeah awesome. I want to do a period. Oh, actually, do you know what I wanted to, also what I wanted to mention, because I was re-watching Drag Race recently too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize that I was your product in the first season. Oh, I didn't yeah, I completely forgot. I was like, oh, shit, that's stuff. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Like, completely forgot. Was that fun? Did you get to go and, like, I did. I went and I, 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 I mean, I sponsored it, basically. But yeah, uh, sure. yeah, it was a very different, interesting it, yeah yeah <laughs> i tell you what i bloody love drag race and i i love a drag queen i really do i, I just think it, it's just fantastic it's like it's just total like illusionist magic total transformation but my my idiot ex used to say to me how can you stand watching this it's just all these screaming queens running around and like and i was like you know what i do for a living right like come on <laughs> You know I love makeup and hair, so shut up. Oh, <laughs> no, great. it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so it was cool. fun. It was All right. fun. All right, cool. I'm well. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Wig Hackers, and I'm sure I'm going to have you on again because I'm sure you're going to be doing a ton of stuff, and I'll have to catch up I with. I hope you. so. And we're going to do oh, it again. You're most welcome. That was really episode of Wig Hackers. Have an idea or a question you'd like me to answer? Feel free to reach out on any of my social media platforms at Daniel Coy Official on Instagram or on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you and hope to inspire you. Don't forget to share and rate me and do your hair because if you're looking good, you're feeling better. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.